G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is on something a little bit different. Lately, I've been talking a lot more back on obviously my traditional kind of training, nutrition. But today I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more around mindset and kind of where or how we look at what we do with our health and fitness and maybe looking at things potentially slightly different in order to allow us to get the best results long term. So today's episode is going to be on a topic I've been reading about lately. And so the, the podcast will be infinite versus finite goals. So infinite versus finite goals. And so infinite, obviously, kind of with obviously like infinity, you know, forever, um, thinking really long term, whereas finite obviously is going to be more something like an end date, shorter, something where you're normally a bit more focused on something in uh, the foreseeable future, whereas infinite, I want you to kind of more so think distant future, very, very, very long term. And what kind of brought this up was I read a book um, the last week called The Infinite Game by, um, what was his name? Simon Sinek. And he's got a few good books, um, something, uh, what was it again? Um, Start With Why, um, books I've read a few times. And this book is definitely more so targeted towards business and the way kind of companies look about look about things, you know, setting really grand goals or not even goals but just causes and actions about kind of always trying to get better and not try, trying to just think short term and so even though the book was very kind of businessy based with stories about you know different aspects of life but linking back to business I always find that majority of majority of things I read have a large carryover into all aspects of life and for me, I often read and think about, you know, my business, obviously, yes, business, but primarily being health and fitness and for all the people I work with and talk to and my own self with what I do, you know, I'm just like all of you. I have a body, I train, I have good thoughts, I have bad thoughts, you know, I have good periods of training, I have not so good periods of training. And so what I kind of wanted to talk about was be with infinite versus finite goals in this episode is how people I think often don't think long-term enough with not just their goals but long-term enough with you know the ups and downs of training nutrition their body confidence and I think we often think quite short-sighted become quite short-sighted or when things aren't going well we often feel we're in this hole where we can't escape um, with our training and nutrition and it feels like this impossible task to get back on track. And since I've been doing this for 16 years, I've kind of kind of been 16 years as a coach, I've kind of been through different phases of the industry where people say, you know, fat loss is the best thing in the world. Fat loss is now bad. You shouldn't want to lose weight. And, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, it's, it's bad for you because you're just going to put it back on. And all that stuff is not true exactly. 
And a lot of the times you hear people talk about, oh, 95% of diets fail and you shouldn't try to bother even trying to lose weight because you're just going to fail. And it's just a moronic statement because the funny thing is, is that when people use the term that 95% of fat loss diets don't work, the funny thing is, is, is it's not because they didn't lose body fat. It's because they put the body fat back on. So the remarkable thing we see is that when people do actually diet to lose body fat, they lose fat and they lose fat really, really well. So we're actually really, really good at losing body fat. What we're not very good at is actually keeping that body fat we lose off long term. And I know a lot of you probably haven't followed me for a fair few years, let alone you know maybe even months, but one of my first programs I put out almost four years ago now was called the art of reverse dieting and reverse dieting was a program that I sold so many. I still sell it and it still sells really well, but I just don't talk about it that much because I've got so many programs. Um, and in the art of reverse dieting, it was really based off how my big thing is to get an amazing fat loss transformation but also to help a client keep it off long-term. And that's why I love reverse dieting because it's a strategic plan of attack to increase your calories after a fat loss phase. And the whole idea of reverse dieting is basically to give a person structure after they lose weight to help them in that extra period of a fat loss phase. So I call it like an exit strategy. It's having a plan of attack after you lose weight. And the reason why I got into kind of reverse dieting and things like that a lot was because, yes, I used to do so many transformations and I used to work at gyms seven, eight, nine years ago and I'd get amazing transformations and that's where someone would pay you and they'd lose weight and look amazing and then they'd stop working with you because they said basically, cool, the job's done. You know, they'd come to you and say, hey, I want to lose eight kilos. They work with you for 12 weeks, they lose eight kilos and then they go, cool, well, Amazing, Mark, you did the job. You helped me lose eight kilos. I got a transformation. I look amazing. Well, see ya. And then I'd often see these people three months, six months, a year later in the street, and they wouldn't look like they did after they lost the weight. They look much more like they did before they lost the weight. And this kind of anecdotally led me to, you know, assuming that obviously what they were doing to lose the weight they were no longer doing after. And through conversations with them, it became pretty evident that all the great things they did to lose weight, they started to get away from. And so it wasn't just the the fact that they started to eat more and more calories. It was they were starting to get away from what they did to lose the weight, which was obviously not just nutrition, but training, structure of their training, having clear-cut goals and things like that. And the interesting thing is that kind of led me down, you know, learning about reverse dieting and things like that and how when people try to lose weight, they're often really, really good at having a, a short-term goal. A short-term goal can be really, really powerful to hold you accountable. But then when we hit that goal, then we're often like, well, what do we do now? And this leads me back to, the statement about where you often hear people saying, again, 95% of people who lose weight put it back on and 95% of diets fail. And the fact is, is that we've seen in the research that 
the people who actually keep the weight off long term seem to all have something in common. The people who lose body fat, I'll rephrase that. The people who lose body fat is, you know, everyone, you know, if you're in a calorie deficit, you lose body fat. But the one thing that seems to, the research seems to show is that the people who lose body fat and keep it off long-term, we're not talking about six weeks or 12 weeks, we're talking about next couple of years. The ones who really basically, when they get to this new body weight, they really make that new weight, their, their new you, their, their new homeostasis. Like this is their new them and they make it them long-term. And the big way they do this is from what we see is that everything they did during the fat loss phase, they kept doing after the fat loss phase from a training standpoint, from a eating more healthier, diverse range of quality foods and moving more and seeing training as not just a task to lose weight, but as a training as something that will be a part of their life long-term, seeing training as a part of their life where they don't feel like, well, the I'm a finished product after eight, 12 weeks or after my fat loss. They don't see it as that. More so they go, cool, this is a new me. I've done these things, trained, trained, lifted, um, moved more, got fitter, improved my relationship with food, improved my understanding of food. But now that I've lost the weight, the job's not done. It's because there is no job. It's just, this is what I'm doing now. And this kind of led me to kind of thinking about, you know, the whole infinite versus finite goals thing. And the thing is, right, having short-term goals are is super, super important. That Goals are powerful, especially short-term goals. Really small goals help with building up your self-esteem because when you hit a goal, you feel really good and gives you a sense of increased confidence, increased um, self-esteem because you feel like, wow, you know, I set a goal and I did it. So little goals are really powerful and they lead to more and more and more. I like the term that success is contagious. You hit a goal, you want more, you want more and you slowly but surely create bigger and bigger goals, which take more and more time. But the whole objective is to obviously with short-term goals is know where you kind of want to go. And that's why, you know, when I do challenges, I love challenges. Um, I love my 12-week programs and my eight-week programs because people can get amazing results and they do epic things. But the thing that I really like is with, say, my Coach Mark Carroll business is that so many people who have won my challenge are the people who, though, they still do my challenges three years on and they're looking amazing and they keep getting better. The people who, even though they got an epic, say, eight-week transformation, they didn't just stop training. They've, you know, used six, seven. Some some people have used like 15 training programs of mine. And why I say this is important because the people who do this and they keep getting better and they maintain their weight or keep improving, getting stronger. And they keep telling me, you know, that they just love it. And they keep getting better and all that stuff. But the thing is, they didn't just see the eight weeks. Let's say they won the challenge in eight weeks. They didn't see that as cool. Well, I went from not training for, for a while, did the eight-week challenge, got in the best shape of my life, and now it's done. I'm, I don't need to do any more. They saw it as like a kickstart to their new journey through life of training, 
health and fitness obviously being a part of their life long term. And that's the big thing, I think, that really separates people who get really good results short term versus the ones who stay in amazing shape long term. And the big thing is, I really think that the people who don't just see their short-term goals as the end goal are the ones that continually stay in great shape for long-term periods. They're the ones who don't feel like, oh my God, that that eight weeks was so hard. I did everything I can. I did it. I crushed it. I'm so proud of myself, but that's it. All right, now I'm going to totally go away from what I've been doing. And the point is, is that, you know, if you're thinking kind of like infinite, infinite kind of goals, and obviously, you know, we're human, so we don't live forever, sadly, but from an infinite standpoint, I want you to kind of think, you know, the, the duration of kind of your life, right? Whereas finite goals are probably going to be more kind of a short term kind of, you know, eight, 12, 16 weeks, or even one, two years, right? Whereas infinite goals are kind of going to be more like, well, your health, your ability to improve your longevity um, and live longer and have a better life. Like the way like I want you to kind of think of it is, yes, you can go to the gym to build muscle, right? I want to build more muscle because I want to have better shoulders and abs and stuff. So girls will look at me at the beach and stuff like that, right? Like that was me when I was younger. Or you got girls who, you know, I want bigger glutes because I want to do a bikini comp in a year's time and build up my following. And I love big glutes and it gives me confidence to wear these jeans and fill them up and fill out my jeans and stuff like that. So that when I go on dates, you know, I feel or whatever, you know, it's a real kind of short-term kind of confidence build. It's you're building that muscle right now for a for a specific kind of aesthetic reason, confidence reason right now. But that kind of goal, obviously, when you do achieve it, starts to be like, well, I've done that now. I've got good glutes or I've got bigger shoulders and arms for me, which I don't, I wish I did. But what happens next, okay? So it's like, well, now that you've achieved that or if you have someone who's trying to lose body fat and you go, all right, I've got a holiday in 10 weeks time and I want to look really lean for it. I've been overweight for a while and I want to lose this weight for this holiday or a wedding. And you do all these things to lose that weight and you lose that weight for that wedding, that honeymoon or whatever, you look great. But then what next? The thing is, if everything you do is just about that kind of finite goal, that short-term goal, and then there's nothing else after, that's where you're probably going to be more prone to then really falling off again. You you go into that really all or nothing short-term approach where you go, all right, I'm all in on this short-term goal. You, you achieve that and then you feel really empty after and you don't feel like you know what's next. And that's where you go from doing all these things, ticking all the boxes to basically doing nothing. And you, as quickly as you got in amazing shape, you as quickly get out of that amazing shape. And I see this over and over and over. And the thing is, is that this has also commonly been myself. I've been that person who, when I get in the zone, I'm really, really in the zone. And when I'm off the, out of the zone, I'm just really, really out of the zone, especially with my nutrition. And that's kind of been one of my weaknesses in my physique is that it's really held, held me back from going that next level when I was younger 
and stuff like that because basically it would take me a long time to get in great shape because I didn't have genetics of like amazing genetics. But then it also mean, of course, when I ate poorly, I'd eat really, really poorly. And of course, again, I didn't have great genetics, I believe, where, you know, I use those calories that well, I'd go from being in a position where I'd then really, really quickly put on weight. So for me, I struggle to lose weight really quickly unless I get super low calories, but then I put on weight really, really, really quickly. So when I'm in an all or nothing approach, yes, it might take me a while to get in great shape, but I can also very quickly put weight on. And then what happens is when I don't have that big, big goal, I lose that kind of momentum. I lose that all or nothing approach. And when you lose that approach and you go to that nothing, then you can do a lot of damage for where you want to be. And so I guess the point is, is that, you know, thing about it, this and with clients I've worked with for a long time is that the more that you can try and think of training, of your nutrition, of just going to the gym and the more that you can try to think of this as just a part of your life and not just these big, scary, short-term goals, the more that you kind of think more in a bigger picture, the more likely it is that you might not be as all or nothing, which means you might not get the same results in just say six to eight weeks, but you might have a better ability to get those results and keep them longer. Okay. So sometimes not going all or nothing and trying to go say kamikaze in six weeks can be a better approach if it means you get there in 12 to 16 weeks, but you're building the habits and the skills to do this long-term. So yes, some people are amazing at getting great transformations quickly, which is fantastic. You know, that's why I live for as a coach. I love that. But the ones who often do that are the ones I find do that really well, are the ones who also, once they get there, they think, you know, what? I'm proud of myself. I did so well. Amazing. But cool. Now, now, now how can you get better? And so, you know, a lot of people do my programs and they get a fat loss transformation. They're like, cool. Now I want to do my, your program strong, which is a strength program. I've got leaner, but now I want to get stronger. And then they do a program and then they do the next program. Now I want to try bikini body or your glute coach, you name it. And they're continually trying to get better and better and better because they don't just see it as cool. I didn't eight your eight week challenge. I got the best shape of my life. And now I don't need to go to the gym anymore. It's I enjoyed that. Now I enjoyed the the habit of going to the gym each day, each day or a couple of four or five days a week. I enjoyed the the structure of having plan more thoughts to my food you know i might not need to track forever but i know now i want to have be having protein each day i want to be dividing my calories up throughout the day i want to be um, going to bed at a kind of a regular time things like that the more that you can see what you're doing right now with your short-term focus it's great to have a short-term goal but try not just to think that everything ends after you get that goal try to think of it as the job's not done. This is just a part of this forever game I'm playing. Yes, use use short-term goals as something to hold you accountable, to feel like you're progressing, but also feel like, you know what? If things didn't go plan over these six to eight weeks, then it's not the end of the world. There's going to be many, many, many other times in life to get back on track. That's why a lot of people message me and be like, oh man, I, I had a bad week of training 
or even a bad month of training. I just don't know what to do anymore. And I'm like, well, okay, you're 35. You had a bad month. Well, you're probably going to live for another 35, 45, 50 years. So instead of thinking about a month right now being bad, how about you just go, well, let's think big picture, that infinite goal. Let's get ourselves back on track with the habits that we've been doing. And before we know it, we're going to be in a great position again. So the more that you don't try to dwell too much on a short-term goal not being achieved, the more that you kind of just get back on track and probably feel a little bit less pressure. Because again, in the end, you all should be going to the gym as long as you live because we want to be strong. We want to get strong and build our muscle now to help us as we age. People who live the longest generally seem to have more muscle mass. People who um, have more um, resistance training generally have greater bone density. So that will help them again if you fall down when you age and things like that. Strength training is powerful for longevity. Improving your nutrition habits now is going to be super powerful for longevity and quality of life as you age. Even just having structure to your day, which you know you might be doing right now on a on a program having structure is going to carry over to all aspects of your life so i think this the the big thing is guys is that by all means and like i love goals i love short-term goals but even myself you know i often write my goals down and so many of them are so short-sighted like currently i'm 34 right and pretty much all my goals in life i have basically two goals when i turn 35 and then i have goals by 40 and I realized just reading this book is that basically I have nothing else in my life from a goal standpoint after 40. It's like, well, that's it. And it's good to have goals. It's fantastic. But ideally, or hopefully, life doesn't end at 40. Things I achieve by 40, let's say I don't achieve them, then your life's not over either. So a lot of my times I put a lot of pressure on myself to do these things by 35 or 37 and 40 and I have to be here with my business and I have to be here with my savings and if I don't then it's the end of the world and that's not true you know your life will go on for a long time and it's as much as we want to really have time frames we want to hit also know that things are going to go up and down things aren't always going to go perfectly sometimes you're going to be injured Sometimes you're going to be injured for a long period of time, like I have been for the last year or so, um, which has held my physique back. But if you try and not get too fixated on all the problems right now occurring, then it's probably going to allow you a better ability to get through the tough periods and realize that there's still a long time left to keep working on your health and fitness, to keep improving your physique. And by trying to think a bit more long-term, it's probably going to help you see your goals as not so much all or nothing, but nice kind of things to tick off, but also realize that you're not a finished project. You're never going to be. You're a human who's going to live for a long time. So try not to think that, you know, once you hit your goal, your fat loss goal, the job's done. It's not because you've got years and years and years to live. Try to just think of it as amazing, there's one task ticked off. Now let's keep going. Okay. So I really, really do believe that the people who will get not the best results, 
short term, but the the best results that last are the ones who think infinite, the ones not who don't get obsessed with just finite goals the next few weeks, few months, but think big picture long term. Okay, so it's always trying to go, cool, we've improved, but now let's not stop, let's keep getting better. So I hope that kind of makes you guys think a little bit more. So here's a tip. Try to set some goals, yes, for the short term, but try and think long term, not just the next 12 weeks, 24 weeks, even one to five years. Try to think really, really long term. And it's going to help you just realize that, hey, you know what? If something didn't go to plan right now, if I failed at something right now or in the next year, my life's not over. It's just as unfortunately just a, a part of life where you go in those up and down periods so guys i hope you enjoyed this episode just some of my thoughts you know i love my reading so i just want to share kind of what i've been reading and yeah get you guys thinking so as always guys thank you if you enjoyed this episode please like share follow the podcast thanks guys